just wanna chill and vibe Baby girl, keep it real, no lies She said she's 21, I said alright If we gon' be grown and speak your mind I just wanna chill and vibe 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 Baby, turn up, you know Buddha gon' turn up Turn up faced with a few challenges, but I had some redemption and um, with those challenges and uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good day. Like, you know, where all the things that I say actually came into fruition and I was just like. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear this in, in full detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just. I didn't have to, it didn't come off as just me complaining. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. How was your day? Well, you know, <clears throat> we have a lot of people on travel right at the moment, so they're expecting me to do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Put this cape on, which I'm doing pretty well. And I, I'm not alone. I have a real good team with me. My right hand man. New right hand man, he's a one. Okay, he's just like me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's always a beautiful thing when people come in to get in there. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, everybody, we have a new special guest. Tell the people who you are. Well, I am Brenda K. Star, the elusive one (laughs) that no one believes exists. And here I am. I wouldn't have missed this opportunity for anything in the world. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, right now, I am doing mental health advocacy. I am in the process of starting up my blog while also studying this really, really hard government test. Mental health advocacy is my passion. Hey, well, you know, that's always welcoming to have someone that, you know, because especially now during this pandemic. Definitely. Um, definitely. You got a lot of people losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people gaining weight. Mm-hmm. A lot of people 
just doing all of the things, losing, you know, loved ones and, uh, and things that they probably suppressed over the years. They're now being triggered because of these traumatic events that's occurring. And, and, and it seems like a lot of times it's happening back to back. Back to back to back. So what in your in your professional opinion, what would be the best advice you would give someone? What I would give someone is reach out, reach out to your tribe. And one of the I, you know, I can say personally with anxiety and depression is that you tend to close in on yourself. Um, you tend to think, oh, I don't want to be a burden, you know, and I think that's more of the anxiety and the depression speaking, because as we've seen with um, the celebrities who have taken their lives, so many people were shocked that they were even going through anything. And they're always like, you know, I wish they would have reached out. And so I implore people to really reach out to their tribe. And it's not necessarily broadcasting to the world or Facebook <laughs> exactly what's going on. I, I think um, we need to pull back from using Facebook as our own personal mental wellness blog, you know, um, and lean into those that we, we trust, right. you know, and I think we'll be able to help each other, especially during this time. Yeah. Because like you said, what's happening is with everything that they were holding in, holding in, holding in, mm -hmm. this put it right in front of people's face. You know, a lot of people are caught up with, oh my goodness, I, I think I'm going to die. And then boom, this is what's happening. You're losing, you're losing friends, loved ones of all ages and recently even younger. Mm -hmm. And you can't reconcile your own mortality. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I can only imagine, you know, I mean, just, you know, the comment you made about utilizing Facebook, but the, the sad reality for many is that, especially those that are uh, introverts, yeah, they're not, they may not have a circle or right. a tribe. And so they befriended people on a social media platform. And so that is right. their quote unquote tribe. So I don't think they should exclusively exclude them. Right. But there should be a sense of discernment because right. people get on these platforms and they are not kind. And see, that's what it is. When you're in that fragile state of mind. Yeah. It's it's you know, it's not the best energy. And Facebook is like <laughs> just like in the Matrix, it is a huge energetic vortex. Mm -hmm. I can I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. And then another point you made about reaching out. Mm -hmm. What I would say is what's going to be hella important is we need to start creating an environment for the people to talk to us. Yes. Yeah. Because oftentimes we say after the fact, mm -hmm. oh, why didn't they say something? Well, you probably weren't the most approachable. Right, exactly. You may not have actually put that friend or that person in a place of comfort to confide in you because you're judgmental right. or you are critical and, you know, just all the things or you don't allow them to share. Right. Or if they're sharing, they dismiss it or minimize it. So. 
we that would be something I would also add that we now more than ever need to reevaluate how we are actually dealing with those that we call our loved ones or our friends. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. So Buddha, what are you sipping on? (laughs) Buddha, I'm sipping on. Mm -hmm. I'm sipping on the Buddha specimen. Yeah. Some cognac, cream soda, and cinnamon. Yeah, y'all don't know about that. Y'all forgot about that. Yeah, I would give you a sip, but you know, cold. <laughs> yeah, just believe me. Just mess around. That's that's okay because I did. I I had um to go to the doctor for my asthma, and I said, you know, while I'm here, could you just you know just to make sure? <laughs> Might as well. I mean, yeah, when you're there, go ahead and you know fulfill all the obligations yeah. to yourself. But what you sipping on, baby? Um. What well, do I want to call this? Well, first of all, let's talk about what's in it. You watched me make it. Man. I just, I, you know, I had, you know, I always try to call it a name. You come up with a name? A name for the drink. Yeah. We're just going to call you Peachy. Ooh, peachy. Okay. You Peachy. This is Peachy. And I say that because this is vodka infused, <laughs> infused with uh, a white cranberry peach. Mm. And uh, a hint of uh, lime juice uh, because I don't like super sweet drinks, so the lime always kind of gives me a happy balance, and he knows that. So, ain't you peachy? Right, right, right. And, uh, Just in time for the fall. Just in time for the fall. <laughs> and Miss Star. Yes, yes. Do you remember what I made in your drink? It was uh, a lemon rum, yeah. right? Um. And there was uh-huh. ginger ale. Yeah, right, right. Um, and there was one other thing that you put in there. Oh my gosh! The famous lime juice. The lime juice. All I know is it's refreshing, mm-hmm. and I know <laughs> as a as as a person who doesn't really drink, I can see myself walking around the house sipping on this, and then all of a sudden it being the next morning uh-huh. because it doesn't uh-huh. taste anything, but it's really good and refreshing. Oh yeah. All right. So y'all know who these good folk people is here. We got on the scene with the gangster lean. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh? And you look like y'all matching. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the same family. Blues and purples. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we got our resident uh silkers. We got the old great Hannibal. We got the old great Miss Dr. Velvet in the building. Oh, so we got something in the Yeah, we not drinking water tonight, baby. Not tonight. I'm grown tonight. So look, tell them I got to get some volume on one of my devices so I can hear what y'all saying. Hold that thought. <laughs> now I got to turn it back up. Okay, turn it up. Um, I'm trying to think which one I want. Well. Figure it out. I'll go with this one. Oh, I'm actually using this. Get it together, baby. Y'all know I'm the technical one. I know. I like awesome. So well, I need more. They go ahead and talk. <laughs> I turned that one off. So okay, I'll switch between.
Y'all looking beautiful tonight. What you sipping on, baby? Mm. I'm sipping on some agave wine, cranfru uh, grapefruit wine. It's wonderful. Now that sounds refreshing. <laughs> too far of a distance. Go ahead and tell us what you're sipping on, Hannibal. Uh oh. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Hello. Hello. It's fine. I need to know what Hannibal's sipping on. Oh, I got. Let me turn your mic on. Oh, you on? You on? Hello? Can you Talk hear me now? Up. I'm yelling. Go for it. You know what? All right. So. This is what we're working with tonight. We got some oh, Trinidadian rum and uh, pineapple, uh, pineapple nectar. That's what I'm. That's what I'm working with tonight. No pineapple liqueur. Ooh. that's what I thought I heard. Did you say pineapple? No, pineapple, pineapple nectar. Nectar. Pineapple yeah. nectar. Oh, okay. Pineapple and a Trinidadian nectar. rum. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, so we have Trinidadian rum. Mm -hmm. We have an agave with grapefruit. What was the, um, is it, is it vodka or wine? It's, a, it's an agave oh, yeah. wine made in Mexico, grapefruit. Yeah, great Gave wine with yeah. grapefruit made in Mexico. Yeah. All of this sounds good tonight. I don't know. Let's. I think we just gonna change the subject. And just talk about <laughs> how y'all got these drinks. Right, right. You talk the links. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dope. That's dope. All right. So let's get into it. <laughs> So listen, listen, listen. Welcome all our sippers, YouTube, Facebook, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, you name it. Welcome. Welcome back and welcome to Sipping the Conversations with Buddha and Baby. You are now tuned in and we are ready to start the show. <laughs> Last week, we talked about Satisfaction guaranteed. Satisfaction guaranteed. Is there a measurement? <laughs> is there a measurement of love? Okay. So, what you say? If the satisfaction is not guaranteed, do you have to keep the receipt? Hey, you know, I, mean, I don't mind going back. Yeah, I'll oh. be doing this all day. <laughs> it was fun the first time. That's it. Right, right, right. <laughs> So we want to get into the show. So uh, basically, uh, with the satisfaction guarantee, ultimately, we were talking a lot about, you know, 
intimacy and so forth, you know, and you're you if you're not satisfied, um how do you <laughs> what avenues is do you travel, you know? Uh um and then in turn it moved the next part to it was is there a measurement of love? Mm -hmm. And so we collectively agreed that yeah, you know, there's different everything is subjective. So how you're measuring will basically depend on many different factors, experience, your love language, where you are in your life, uh, what your needs and desires are, you know, the whole nine yards. So ultimately, yes, there is measurements of love. Okay. Is it fair? Um, it can be. I think yeah, you know, because it'll always be do if it's beneficial. But is it? I, but if it is it fair to the other person, it may not be viewed always as being fair because you know if they're the person that's trying to gain your love, and then it's like it's one thing, and it's it's, it's always something, and they'll do it. But then you come with a whole nother wish list. It's right. like, are you even? What what are we doing here? Right. Yeah. So, for those who wasn't on the show, Miss Star, yes, is there a measurement of love or something like that? What is your version of what she just said? I mean, I think even if we don't want to say, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh my God, you know, you can't measure love." Mm -hmm. We're a quantitative society, mm. okay, and um, currency is currency. It's not listen cash, but energy is currency. You know, so. If someone, if you feel like someone is not loving you enough, and, and love is a verb, you know, it's not only an emotion. If they're not loving you enough, you're not going to feel like you're satisfied. Like if they don't understand your love language, if they don't understand how to communicate with you, um, you're going to be less wanting. And my whole thing is that's when you have a discussion and take it from there and see how it, how it works. So what would you say? To the people who uh, say either all, it's all enough, either you love me or you don't, it's all enough. I, you know, for someone who says, okay, you either love me or you don't, um, the only in, right? Or you ain't in and out. <laughs> I don't think you know that's something like the pressure with someone to love you, you know. And I know I don't, I don't like to be pressured for anything, you know, but especially something that involves my spirit and my soul. So if someone is like, you're either all in or out, I'm like, well, deuces. And, and, and that's <laughs> it. You, you're not going to hold me hostage. Right. You're not going to hold me hostage. Yeah. So, Mr. Hannibal. Yes, sir. Would you like to weigh in on this subject? Measurement of love. I, I don't think it's one thing. I, I think it is a... Um, a compilation of of what the being gives to you uh, because and we'll just uh, we'll, we'll go from physical to emotional person can give you a whole lot of sex but that doesn't necessarily mean they love you and if you are a, a well-rounded individual then the relationship is about more than sex you know maybe I want to sit down and not have to have a conversation you know every time I sit down doesn't mean I don't want to talk to you, but understand as you just got to finish saying part of the love language. Well, the fact that I can sit down and share my silence with you 
when I need to do that um, comes as part of that. So for me, I don't think it's it's one or two things. It's it's a it's a it's a summary again of what the being gives to you. I'm simple in that one. Can you hear me? All right. Just to get a better understanding to uh, what you're saying. So are you agreeing that there's a measurement, meaning there's more than one? Uh, well, in my opinion, a measurement of love is a standard of which you want to be loved. So, you know, I think it, if you place a standard on that, then that's your measurement. Right. Meaning that you, you, you can be swayed one way or the other but there's still a base level where you feel like you need what you need. Right. And that need needs to be met. And if it ain't met, you're not going to feel But is it the need or the needs or the, or the whole need? Because we've talked about trust and loyalty. You know, we've talked about that in the past. So maybe you, maybe, maybe you're giving me the emotional but you're not giving me the trust factor that I need, you know? So that's why I say it has to be for me, okay. a submission of, you know, the, the whole being or what the whole being is given to you. Cause you can give me part of it and I may be thoroughly satisfied in that area. But on the flip side of that, there may be some things that I'm gritting my teeth about, or maybe I love you, but I don't trust you because I can't. So. So what do you think about this, Velvet? Um, um, yeah, absolutely do think there is a measurement of love and it's determined by our individual love languages. And it's actually determined by our traumas. It's determined by uh, many factors. And I think satisfaction can be guaranteed or it can't be guaranteed. And it really has nothing to do with the love. You know, because the love can be given in their best way. Um, and I don't know. I just I definitely do feel that there is a measurement and it's based on a various factors, as is what most of us have said. Absolutely. Absolutely. OK, so let's get into tonight's topic. Ooh. Mm. All right. And it's funny we were talking about that because tonight what we want to talk about is terms of endearment and more importantly, the discernment and slash deciphering of those terms because in so many different aspects, it can be viewed a certain way. Oh. I'm not sure if it's something that I made a mistake on earlier today because I was testing something and um, I don't know if I got it going on live. Um, no, it's not. What do you mean? Well, somebody was. Oh, hold on, y'all. Because I, um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have time to stop it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I didn't mean for it to be um, the way that I put it. 
So I think it's being viewed. On YouTube alone. Oh, really? No, I know it's on Facebook. It's just how it's being um, presented on Facebook. Okay. I was just making sure because I had it mistakenly as um, pay. To pay to watch it? <laughs> well, you know, hey, it's a valuable service that you are providing. <laughs> I was doing a test, and I think that my test. Um, yeah, you know why I pay for this shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, you remember we were talking about Facebook as a therapy and everything? Listen, you can work it. I made it where it was 99 cents, okay? But I think whatever I did might have. There ain't nobody watching. I don't know. Like I said, let me see. You was a genius. No, it has to be me who never, who's so elusive. They're like, I knew she didn't see it. (laughs) I just want to check something out before I, um. Proceed because I don't want to. Um, okay, maybe I can do this. Yeah, I, I just realized something. No, we don't. Oh, okay. but at the same time, I let her be great. Like, yeah, y'all know I, I be look, <laughs> and then that's still wrong. That wasn't even supposed. Let me cancel this whole thing. Y'all don't laugh at me. I'm mad. <laughs> no, she's uh, fixing it up. It's just that I, what I did. That's my SOW. All right, very good, very good. So, terms of endearment. So, we hear honey, sweetheart. Boo, bay. What else you got? Sweetness, sweetheart, sugar, sugar. Yeah, I'm a sweet kind of person. Yeah. Hold on. What you say? Uh, uh, velvet. King, queen, king. Right. No, he didn't say who. He said (laughs) so. You, you want to know what that means, though? Yeah, that's a that's a me and her thing. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's my stepwife. Uh, she gonna cut you. Yeah, I did. Did you just say okay? She gonna I cut said, you if you say stepwife. You're not a stepwife. Don't do that to her. I'm teasing. Not the my not the my soul. That's our term of endearment that we have with each other. All right. Um. So. I'm notorious for saying sweetie. Mm-hmm. 
uh, people in my immediate circle, I'll probably got a name, you know, I'll probably say something like Ladybug or Sugar Plum, yep. you know, to that individual. Right. Uh, but I'm using it not as a term of endearment per se. It just, you know, it's more like, I mean, I guess so. It's just a greeting for me, you right. know. But I know that so many people don't like it. There's a lot of people that's okay with it, but then there's a lot of people that don't like it, right? Because if you call me bae, you know, honey, sweetie, right. how many other women I hear you calling it? Right. Or king, queen, that whole king, queen thing, you know, right. that's like a big thing, right? So how many kings and queens, if that's right, your right. normal greeting, then how is it special? How are you differentiating with me being a queen? Right. You know, you're, am I your queen or I'm just amongst the queens? Right. Okay, there you go. Yeah, but can it also be in, in terms just, of inflection, I just like with anything like else? If I'm the one telling you this right. in this moment of time, stick with that. Understand that's how I feel about you. See, that's how <laughs> let me tell you what that sounded like to me. All right. What well, that sounded like to me was some old pimp daddy shit. Mm -hmm. Really? Said when I'm with you, baby, you know what I'm saying. I'm giving you all my time in this moment. All right. I'm call slip back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, oh, I'm giving you all my energy. Okay. I'm, you know what I'm saying? When I'm with you, I'm into you, baby. You know well, so, what I'm saying? Well, hold on. Right? Yeah. So let's not be fooled. Okay. Let's not be fooled. Like, you know where you stand in this person's life. Right. You know? So, what? I'm going to give you all veggies from now on. That's okay. <laughs> I know how to take them home and put bug on them. <laughs> <Why>? No. <laughs> no, so you, don't get mistaken. You know where you stand in this person's life. Right. So if he calling you boo and y'all ain't exclusive. Right. Why are you checking for you well, why are you checking for what's outside of what's going on in y'all in y'all in y'all space? So you saying? <laughs> you know so, what I'm saying? So let why, me get this why, straight. Why, why so, I call, so why I call? saying? If you if, if you not, know we're not exclusive, right, right? So why are you worried about what the other woman gets? What I call what, no what what I call the other woman? Why are you worried about that? Because. You, I won't be my own woman. Right. Are you, are you sure? Woman or what? That sounds like so insecurity. when I'm with you. Oh, that, oh, like not insecurity. Yeah, right, right, right. It's insecurity. Like you already know out there in the world is more than one queen, right? Really? You already know. I want to be the apple of your eye. You absolutely right. are. I'm sitting here telling you this. That's all. You, but that's <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Wow. Let's, let's get into what what, what our guest uh, uh said they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> Velvet, unmute yourself. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Give it to me. Now you see, I hate that I'm next because I tend to always agree with freaking dude over here, but I do feel that you know I pretty much call everyone I've dated in my life baby, um, Bay. 
And I really thought they was my baby, my babies, and it had everything to do with that individual, even though I call all of them the same thing. Now, let me just say this, y'all, because I ain't shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't shit. <laughs> I am. <laughs> You know, I be with the shits. Let me, let me. Okay, okay, that's different. That's different. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I actually do feel that if I'm with you, Mm -hmm. let's focus on that. Okay. However, you, whatever it is, let's be consistent about it. Like, because. All jokes aside, if we laying and playing, and then I turn around and we out pub in public or whatever, and you address somebody. Now, granted, I'm not insecure and I'm not gonna get in my feelings, but I see you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see you. That's how I get this feeling. No, but I, I you know, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that like, it just. I'm a whole woman. I am entitled to have my emotions. Right. You're right. Okay. So, and you're going to let me have them. That person will allow me to have them. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I just go and make, I work through figuring out, getting myself, like, get put it together. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. You know, I'll get with my little inner circle and be like, girl, do you know what You know, <laughs> like, this. And then they'll be like, yeah. you know, and then we go back into some bounce and then I'm like, I need to get it together because this is not happening. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? So I'm going to talk myself through it to get to it. Now, Grant, but <laughs> I heard you call that other girl. But then I'll probably just be like, that must be one of you. That, is that her? You know, like, just right. so one, I don't want to be embarrassed. Mm. Like, that's so that's my thing. Like, so is that, that if, if I know we're not in nothing exclusive, and you know we haven't fully committed and things like that, or you know, or we haven't really had the discussion about are you sleeping with other women type kind of things. You know, um, then I'll probably go ahead and engage in that conversation with you, especially in my now. Uh, I'm going to want to talk about it, like just so I know, so at least when I'm out in public from henceforth, I'll be able to conduct myself accordingly, and then you know, because then now I'm going to do me. Huh? Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Okay, I'm going to do me. What you got? What you got, old great Hannibal? Unmute yourself. Come on up in here. Ah, uh, let me come up in here. Okay, so Buddha, picture this. You're sitting at a restaurant. Waitress comes up. She's calling you baby and honey and you sitting there just trying to place your order. Now, the women that we might be with, the whole women might be sitting there looking at her sideways and looking at us sideways, trying to figure out, one, do you know her? And two, why are you calling him baby or honey? Uh, and I, I say that to say, just like we spoke on understanding the love language, sometimes we have to translate the normal language of how people talk. And attach that to them doesn't necessarily mean that we like it. Just understanding where that's coming from. Now, in terms of attaching that to terms of endearment, the, the some people don't want to be called bae. 
because they consider it cliche. Right. You know, and just like you said, I'm calling, I'm I'm greeting you as queen, I'm greeting you as king. I'm sitting downtown at a restaurant, dudes walking by with his female or SO. Uh, for those of y'all that don't understand that significant other. Uh, <laughs> and you can tell they're together, but when he sees me and my boy, he greases. How y'all doing, Kings? Okay. So again, you have to understand the language in which a person chooses to normalize for themselves. Now on that same token of if I'm calling, if I'm greeting every woman as queen, so now there needs to be a differentiation if I'm going to step to or speak to you instead of queen, then it's my queen. Or there is a certain tone or inflection in the voice that denotes that this is not the same queen that mm -hmm. I saw on the sidewalk or greeted in the mall. Uh, so that's how we deal with the language aspects of it. But I think in terms of what am I going to call you? I don't want to call you what everybody else call you. Right. You know, I want I want to be selfish in my connection to you. So I may call you shish Kapipa. And while that sounds <laughs> while while that sounds as weird as hell, you know, that is that little thing between us that is 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 special. I don't want anybody else calling you. That's that's my pet name for you. And by the same token, nobody else may not understand why you call me whatever you call me. It it, it may be nutcase. And I'm just throwing stuff out there, but that's the thing when you when you when you think of me or you think of your other, you're like, oh, it's, you know, this is my nut, this is my own little nutcase. So whatever, whatever it may be. But I think when we make that determination, we need to, we need to. I don't, I don't think we should have to explain it to the other person, but I think we should make the um, effort to let them know that this is this is special. I'm not calling you this to make fun of you. I'm not calling you this uh, and because this is what I call everybody. I'm calling you this because this is a special nickname or moniker for you from me. Because people will get, you give them a moniker, they don't understand it. They go, why, why are you calling me that? You know, they may get insulted because they don't understand, again, the language. The soul and the
It's such a soothing thing. I'm going to like uh, let you work on that. <laughs> no way I'm teasing. You know, the funny thing, at first, Why can't I be the chicken? Buddha yeah, chicken. was my name for him. Okay, that was my pet name for him. But as we grew into our business venture, it became catchy for Buddha and Baby. Baby came about around 10 years ago. Uh, there's a whole story behind it, but I won't share that with the public. Um, only a so, few people know. So how do you really say it? How, how do you really say it? Hey. It's baby with an eye, not a wife, first of all. Okay, let's be clear. Okay, for the people in the bar. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, so I had to, people started hearing me calling Buddha, but that was just, they would call him by his government name, of course. And then as we became, again, as we became public people with our business, it's not uncommon that people would refer to him by his business name, right. you know. Um, and then periodically, you know, someone knows, of course, know him. They just like at first people wasn't wanting to call him that because they're like, that's your name, which it was, but right. it became a business name. Now right. so okay, he he up for grabs, okay? <laughs> you can get it. <laughs> and I never got another name changed. And I never changed it, you know. Right. Uh, it, I never gave him anything else because I know the origin of Buddha, you know what I'm saying? So it's still my pet name. It's just I'm allowing you all to enjoy right. him as Buddha, you know, because I know where it comes from, you know. He and I both know where it comes from, so it's still sentimental, you know. It's just y'all get to, get to say out loud in the public. Right, but as she said, her name is Baby. Okay. I didn't give her that. He didn't give it to me. She said, This is what you're going to call me. That's what they call me. And, and this is where it's going to be. Is that the, the bra? The Look, noodle thing? Why right. stupid? You got to put it nah, on. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be a chicken, but I mean, you know, people are just staring yeah. at you. So. At the end of the day, I just <laughs> want to be my own motherfucker, too. But y'all, I ain't got food with you. I ain't got food with you. Sam, but you the you the noodles to the chicken soup. Right. You can't have one without the other. And then together you guys, you know, work cohesively. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. What a coat on side. Hey. That's not working. You wanna be the coke on the side? First of all, First of all, let's get one thing squared. First of all, nobody just outright eats chicken noodle soup unless they're sick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when you think about it, when you think about it, that ain't the point. <laughs> but then it's just chicken. Let's talk about it's this lasagna. I'll be the tomato paste. Really? No. <laughs> You dumb and you crazy. I'm not. I'm not fooling with Buddha. All right. So listen. Here's my next question about terms of endearment. Okay. As we are now full blown in technology, and which in turn social media. Right. Okay. How has social media impacted terms of endearment, or has it? 
Go ahead, Velvet. You first. Ladies first. Well, this takes me back to um, the topic of the mental health with social media. So I personally have gotten off of social media, but I did notice that, you know, being on social media, you do tend to take on various terms that you may have had no knowledge of, like, for instance, calling Buddha Buddha. You know what I mean? That's a term that we've taken on as his name. But really, there's deeper meaning behind it that, you know, not a lot of us would even care to ask. It's just that's what we call them. And I think on social media, that can happen so easily, you know, because this is how we get to know people. Even me, you know, I'm Dr. Velvet Loves. It's just um, the terms and social media says that's my name. So that's my name. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that it's heavily influenced by social media and by the personalities that we take on that may or may not be who we really are. Yeah. Heavy on that. Heavy on that. And and just to comment, you know, back to what we said earlier about the mental illness. Right. um, And assuming using, uh, you know, people generally... Uh, are introverts, right? Mm-hmm. However, they can get behind these keyboards, yep, and they can become, you know. And now we got to deal with the catfish and there are all mm-hmm. those different things that come about. But you know, so you can indeed create a persona, right, behind yeah. these keyboards, and mm-hmm. eventually it becomes the who in public, oh, you baby, oh, you Dr. Right. Velvet, mm-hmm. oh, you Buddha, oh, you Dr. Long Jones, mm-hmm. you know, so. First of all, <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever speaks on Buddha. Yes, they, they always do. Uh-huh. They always say, baby, hey, where's, where's baby? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they done walked by me 50 times. <laughs> they walked by me 50 times, but then they see her and be like, you, you, you baby from Simba. Oh, where's Buddha? <laughs> by the way. Yeah, you know, he likes to rub that in because it did happen. <laughs> That's I, that. like, oh, we need to take pictures. <laughs> where's, uh, <laughs> where's Buddha? I'm like, Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even realize that was him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be concerned, like, well, I'm the one always kind of changing, you know, right. whether it's my glasses or my hair color. Right. I don't put my hair out anymore, but you know, so there's that. But if you were uh, watching us when we originally started, I had hair like Miss Brenda, right? Okay, and so you know- that be. I wait, hold on, say that again. Uh, Velvet. Oh, I was just letting you know we couldn't see you on camera, but you fixed Sorry, it. I had to switch it over to get you all in now. Um, I this is my natural, this is how my hair can grow. Let me let me this let me bring it. This is what Buddha saw of right. me, uh, how uh, Miss Brenda's hair is, and for a long time. Like, that's all I know about hair. Like, 
And I finally got to the point. I was like, I'm done. I, I mean, like, <laughs> within the first uh, year of us dating, right. it was gone and ain't seen it again. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was more than a year. It was almost two years. No. It was. No. No. It was. No. It was. I knew that's how I met her when you had it. Oh, there. I didn't do it until like October when we went to that masquerade party. It was almost a year and a half when I put it. It was. Don't listen to Buddha. Baby has always had a lot of hair. Uh, for the people that will only see this based on my description, yeah, just think of the Afro <laughs> Go back into the 70s where Afros were big and lush. No, just like, that was for those who ultimately need to know, my hair. For those who need to know, just go on my page. I just I'm just giving the description because people that are watching that will only listen to this on the audio platform, yeah. they need to hear. The description, and right. so when you associate it with something, it allows for them to have a picture. Right. She was a she was a nice couple. Now you're tripping. I'm not even trying to that. let you do this to me. And, and now I'm on some bald head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Straight faded. Okay. No, but, and I'm in heaven. No. And so let's go oh, back to now. Let's go back because we want to give uh, Hannibal's opinion. Go ahead. What you say, baby? No, I just, you know, so on social media, they always call the people boo, hey, babe, boo, is mm -hmm. that those are terrible. I mean, those are um, common terms, terms, common terms, right? Mm -hmm. So, how do we, if you're trying to get to know somebody, mm -hmm. Decipher through these terms and know how what, what place that they hold in that person's life. You see what I'm saying? That, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do we get to that point? So, like, if I want on social media, on social media or in person, no matter. Okay. So, I want to get no baby. Let's say we ain't together. I want to get no baby, and you know, I'm here. Hey, baby. Hey baby, right? Baby, hey baby, baby, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get to know you. Right. How am I going to win? You know, how do you know that they're calling me baby because that's what my name, right? Like, you know, just as opposed to just saying baby. In my case, that's right. different, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so then I'll correct you. Uh, excuse me, sir. Um, you don't give them the middle name. You. <laughs> we're not we're not acquainted uh, but I probably will because uh, I'm probably most likely not going to give you my government name right? Um, unless now we're on social media obviously you're going to get it it right. is what it is uh, uh, you know I can't really get around that however if I meet you out or you know or you know whatever I probably will I'll Probably will say what my government name is, and then I'll also say, however, you can call me baby with an I, not a Y. You know, that's it goes right. together. And um, so for me, I don't, I guess I'm at an age where all the things don't really trouble me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not disturbed 
Uh, and I don't even remember ever really kind of being in that space. Right. Uh, however, I know people that they really take that quite seriously. And now being in social media, you see people using the, all the terms, right. you know, hey, boo. Right. Uh, hey, babe. Right. What's up, babe? You know, whatever little pet name or just right. the normal. What up, bitch? You know, B-I-H. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we got these things. So that's why I'm I'm curious for everyone's opinion around, you know, revolving around the terms of endearment and, and how social media may have impacted that. So let's let let me hear what Hannibal has to say and then I'm gonna um let uh, Brenda speak a little bit about that. <clears throat> I think social media has uh, patterned the way that we choose nicknames. You know, we're, we're not just social media, but media in general. You know, everything from music to the videos that we're watching, uh, and we're associating the the thoughts in our mind, the feel in our and our and our emotions at that moment with something that we saw in media. And we're connecting the two and then connecting them to that other person because that's that connection right there. But on the flip side of that, I also think that social media, media in general, social media especially, has uh, caused us to have multiple uh, monikers because of where we may be in the, the term of endearment that I may use for you within certain moments. And so I can't use that in every moment, especially being aware of social media and the negatives that can come from that. And I'll give you a prime example. Uh, purely innocent. My 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 16 year old, when she was when she was uh, when she was my little midget, my little mini me, I used to call her midget. And from the time she started walking until I'm going to say right up until about two and a half, three. That was my nickname for her. I was like, come here, Midget. Come on, Midget. And I remember being in the park one day and I am I'm calling her. Come on, Midget. Let's go. Come on, Midget. But there was an actual Midget in the park. Oh. And totally oblivious to this until I kind of scanned and my brain went, oh, now if somebody with a cell phone oh my God, yeah. were to post this, now it's Hannibal, Called the little person harasser. Right. You know? And so, and, and I think, for, uh, again, for those same types of reasons, because your jobs and everybody else that's trying to find something on you or find something for you, they're checking social media. And it may not be your page. It may be somebody else's page, but they're looking to collect data, good, bad, or indifferent. And so we we have to, we, those of us that have sense, <laughs> we, we govern ourselves a, a little differently um, in certain scenarios, you know, Freedom has borders still. 
So okay. while I may have the sexy nickname for you, when we're alone, when we're out in public now, it's, 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 it's a little, it's, you know, it's a little watered down. So. Okay, I can see that. Uh, I'm, I'm coming back in with a, with, with a doozy, but go ahead and take away this. <laughs> I, I, I just... These are all awesome points, and I, like I said, um, Facebook, social media, all the apps has really changed <clears throat> the social landscape of everything. because now, even though people know, most people know that they're individuals, um, they've all become kind of like modern. You know what I mean, and so, uh, and you can't you can't tell an inflection of tone when you're typing a response right. to someone. So, like I, I tend to call people sweetie, you know, sweetheart. But to me, it means that there is something that they've done to endear them to me, and I tend to explain mm -hmm. that, you know, um, because most people I'm gonna call them by their name, you know, oh, um, okay. and mm -hmm. it's. Then when they, you know, there's certain personality aspects to them, which then makes it more personalized. And it's funny that we were talking about terms of endearment when I was teaching. Um, you know, you have this whole roster of everything like that. And it was in an after school where a lot of the kids felt lost. And so naturally, because I tended to make nicknames for people based on, mm -hmm. you know, this endearment, you know, I'd never be like, hey, you know, big forehead or anything silly like that. <laughs> like, hey, I got an A head. But it would be these terms of endearment to the point where the kids didn't even want me calling them by their government name because they knew that was a term of endearment. And so we're in a, a society where we feel invisible. So if someone really comes out and they're intentional in calling you by a name that means something to them, it's a big deal. And that's why I said like social media, it, it's it's like a double-edged sword, you know? So, I mean, even my son, I have a pet name for him and I made the mistake of just saying it to someone else. My son's 20 years old. He's like, excuse you? <laughs> so this is because he knows how I use these pet names. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So for me, mm -hmm. I have an impeccable mind to find the conversation. And turn it in a way where it can either go either way, right? Mm -hmm. Oh so, boy, this is what let's this, go. <laughs> so this is what this conversation is meant for. So, ladies, oh, when a man steps to you and asks you about another guy, and you say to him, "Oh, that's just my friend." Right, and he was right. <laughs> that doesn't decipher. Hold on, that doesn't decipher whether you fucking him or not. Because even if it's a dude that y'all not exclusive, but y'all are fucking right. to the outside world, that's just my friend. Because so now right. the question is, how do you decipher? That's just my friend. <laughs> when I'm trying to get to know you on a level. Right. Right? And you tell me, you introduce this guy that you could be digging the glass. Because you ain't got nine. You, you know, you ain't, you're single, single, but you right. don't like, yeah, I don't like that. 
enhance the body count. Right. <laughs> you don't have to enhance the body count, right? So you, you know, he's the regular when you ain't in a relationship. But y'all ain't good enough to be in a relationship. Y'all just where y'all at? Okay. Y'all got that understand. Okay. But he is my friend. I so I need to be more so <laughs> you all are saying, I, need so, I need to so, be so, so as a man right. So as a man who coming at you like yo uh who is it, you know you know oh this is so so this is Tony. We're gonna use Tony for this. Right, right. Oh this is Tony, right? Oh he's just my friend. And now I'm supposed to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Y'all ain't to y'all, y'all, right. Smashing old girl. Especially mm-hmm. when you get, just like sometimes, all the initial intro. Right. A lot of times. I usually like, y'all, um, no, so, it's a, listen, me and you had this discussion in the beginning. Just go ahead and assume that I already live being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think nowadays you have to go ahead and sue. If we call, her, hey, listen. If I introduce you to this woman as said whoever she is, just go ahead and put it in your mind that we didn't already be. Okay, you know what? <laughs> How, like, okay, for me, that way we get this this emotional thing. Out, out the, way. <laughs> the problem with that is he was treating me like all the rest of the women. He didn't. He didn't treat me as an individual. Later, he done put all his cards out there on the table, thinking that I wasn't the type of woman that can uh, uh, embrace being one hundred, as they call it, keeping it a hundred, keeping it a book. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then he got, oh, she for real, for real. Oh, now you need to make it make sense because what I don't want. Is to be with that round the way fillet. Okay. What do you mean? Community? Oh, yeah. We talk, we talk about I, women I saying, addressing men now, as friends. On first intro, that's not normal conversation. That's abnormal conversation that a person be volunteering at. But the thing is, he was digging you, girl. Okay. And he was trying to. You know what I'm saying? Say the right things, but at the same time, he knew he had unresolved issues that was happening. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't exactly say that up front. He kind of had to say something up front, but I ain't gonna say that publicly because <laughs> you know they they, they they might follow us. Or I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! But it was fine because. He was just a guy I was associating with, just communicating with. You right. know what I'm saying? We, I had no expectations on the table. So the situation that he was in, entertaining, I, I was <laughs> I didn't have no quarrels about it because me and you ain't even nothing. Right. But right. Persons that we just, you somebody, you is just a friend. Right. Until. The end. Now, what you have to say? It's like this. I mean, it's like this. I've been incredibly upfront, maybe to my detriment, but because the reason why I do that is, you know, it's not like I'll eat something like that. You know, it'll be a discussion away from the 
from the person. But the only reason is if I see us going somewhere. Right, so I'm going to put all my cards on the yeah, table for somebody that this conversation going to be over by the time you walk away. Right. Well, because at the end of the day, you ain't going to stop fucking motherfuckers. A person will, if you are intriguing enough, right? I will. See, the problem is the people that he has been dealt, he had dealings with. Wait, 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 wait. Let me take a Let me start. You cannot say all women. The same way all Tell me, me. It, ain't, it ain't fair for us to say Tell all me. You those wants to say something. Tell not. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. When, did this begin, when did this begin to be a personal conversation? It ain't personal. I asked a, personal. I asked an upended question that I have not gotten an answer to. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and maybe it was one time or whatever the case might be. I don't think it's, it's, you know, we don't have to go through the ancestry DNA and all of that with the person. Whoa, whoa, you know what whoa, I mean? whoa, 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 Why I got to tell Time you out. all of that information? Time out. Why? Ain't your business. Because if I'm investing any ounce of time <laughs> with you, filet, finessing, getting you warmed up, and then to walk away for you to sit on somebody else's moment? No, see that. Because because we ain't on that level yet? No, you're talking about a current situation. Like they can't let's bring it back to current and dear. That is. We talk about friends. Yeah, but let me let me let me jump. Let me jump. Honestly, diagnosed that and ambiguity. Okay. I think I think having that being embarrassed. I think having yeah. Go ahead, Mr. Hannibal. Yeah, I was gonna say and friend, as you as you put it out there, you know, is no longer just friend. It's been twisted into ambiguity, as I put. So if you want to have clarity on that, if you want to have definition on that, then you need to get clarity. And so now there's a set of specific questions that you have to ask mm-hmm. in order to get to the real question and, or and the real answer, which you were. Are y'all fucking? <laughs> there you go. There's one. You know, are you, are you involved on an emotional level? Are you, you know, who else are you seeing? I mean, right. if, you, if if that's where you're trying to drill down to, now you have to ask those questions because it used to be that you had friend and right. then you had, well, it used to be you had three types of friends. You had friend, which is really your friend. And then you had, that's my friend, you know, and that we know that meant somewhere else. And then uh, every girl's got a gay friend. So you had mm-hmm. those three as standards. Now it's just it's it's at the will of the person what they want it to be. You know, Look, everybody, my friend, friend. I mean, not like that friend, but we all like. <laughs> You're muted, Velvet. Sorry, you mute. There you go. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Uh-uh. Oh, I can't hear. You have no volume. Oh, no. He lost it. Ooh. I'm really digging this blue print. This blue hair print. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I, I don't know who you are. You wear. 
Switch off and switch back on. Hmm. I don't want to do what she had to say for real. <laughs> you silly. You are so silly. I don't know why you muted. I ain't got you muted. You done hit something. Check your actual system volume. But, you know, I know I was going to touch a nerve. Yeah. I'm good because, you know, for me. She, she went to bed her whole way personally. <laughs> <laughs> Let me oh, try to looking for her, getting her body situated. I don't know, Buddha. I think you hit the whole nervous system with that one. And it, it's funny because someone, I won't go into detail on where we were or anything. I'm just going to say use this as general. It was just a general thing and it actually happened recent, very recent. And so the individual made a comment about they saw me, blah, blah, blah. And okay, I see you, big, You know, and so this one was um, he yeah, this balled up and because <laughs> it was a man that said it, but you know, it kind of went over my head because I heard the BIH, you know, because that's we're using that now, um, as a term of endearment, yeah, that's one so, of my less yeah, but you know, just kind of being spicy in the conversation, you know, part of the conversation, they was, you know, and you could see the hand movement, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so they walk, they go away or whatever. And he was like, Man, I was about to punch that punch, punch old dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was like, wait a minute, come on, because I and he would have said, you know, the full word. Right. He one more time. I'm gonna defend my love. And I was like, wait, baby, hold on, time out. No so I had to repeat what what it was. The, con the, the the true context, right? I'm not saying it was right or wrong per se, but it was just the context in which it was being utilized. It wasn't being used in a derogatory right, right, right. But I know that's one of those words that goes in the in the in the in the box of the N word. You know, yeah, it's used, but it's not used in the derogatory perspective, and so. Whether it's right or wrong, or right. however you personally feel, it's just if right. you know you talking to your boy or your homegirl, and even like, yeah. you know, and so that's going to be one of those terms of endearment that so, the masses don't like. Like the word N word. Don't do it. Don't do it. Are you seeing that backhand? That backhand was ready, but don't Please. do it. Don't do it. We diffuse the masses by using the word as a term that you give. Why take back the power of the word? In essence, I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, the argument is that I've heard is that, okay, we're going to take back the power of the word where it was a word that was used. I don't have a to smile on <laughs> We'll be like, no, as, as people to take back the word. I personally 
do not like the word. I don't, you know, you know, um, but I'm gonna say it a few times. Yeah. So I ain't even gonna lie. But I won't say I the try not to do it all out. Yeah. Right. If E R A A G H you understand it all the way wrong. So it's in my vocabulary. So here's my question on that. We can talk about the N word or a bit. Right. How however you want to spell it, right? Right. So if words have meaning and have power, right, then why are we giving those words that type of power? Right. So like if I meet a young lady, mm -hmm. right? If I meet a young and she bits this, bits that, bits that in her normal conversation, right. when she's directing it, other people and herself, right? I'm a real bitch. I'm a real this. I'm yeah. a real I'm a little weird at you there. So I'm just saying, so, yeah. you, so I'm going to ask, I always ask this question. I ask this question, right, when you're in this conversation. So you mean you want me to treat you like a bitch? And that's why I'm saying, okay, so now the next saying? part to the, instead <laughs> Because I can do that. Right. So but now you're not going to like me. You know what I'm saying? Society, society. Yeah. So now when we're using these terms of endearment, right, from a societal perspective, like how you're saying, right, right. It's it's kind of crazy because so on, in our subgroups right. we mm -hmm. use certain terms because it's so, I don't want to call it cultural, but it technically right. is a cultural thing. But there are certain right. terms. So on use. the flip side, when we talk about it, it's inward, right? Right. Do not make this conversation in exclusively on this inward because what no. you and Hannibal ain't gonna do tonight. <laughs> No, hear me now. Hear me what I'm saying. Is, okay, I'm just hear what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so, so on this, on this, you know, this uh, you drag on this bus. Okay, so on this inward thing, like, how do you expect us? I mean, the masses. I'm not gonna say that the masses to treat us as regular human beings, mm -hmm. right? Right. As regular human beings, if we consider ourselves the same thing we don't want them to consider. But do we consider ourselves that just because I'm using that in my in that sentence or I'm using it, it you know, because I'm not saying that I consider so, myself that because I'm using it in my vocabulary. I don't, I don't use the word. I don't address anyone mm -hmm. as that because I, I just don't like it. But, you know, I'm not going to judge someone because we're doing we're doing enough judging as a people, but I am a hypocrite. So because yeah. I will judge you if that's all. So well, see, and you, different, like if that's I'm, all, I'm like, yeah, you, you know, if you so have no you, vocabulary at all, so ask, I am being judged. So I'm gonna, ask, I'm gonna ask this question before I turn it over. Right? Mm -hmm. I really don't give two fucks right. about you, you using this word towards me because mm -hmm. we all inclusive. Right. Because we all. Melanated. Right. Melanated skin, right? Mm -hmm. But when we talk about judging, right? Mm -hmm. If it's somebody outside of our race, that's when we start to judge, correct? No. No. I mean it's only I'm thing not, that we correct but, or no. I mean, I mean I'm not, that's not that's that's not my that's not my gear. That's not my but when trigger. You, but when you judge, hear, I'm judging, period. I, right? I uh, more so, especially within. I'm only gonna say this, baby, because you said this not even five, ten minutes ago. I'm a hypocrite, and you use the word within your own soul. Right. Correct? 
So that circle can expand based on who you know, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Do you agree? Right. So if it was, say, you know, white team from Live of Color era. <laughs> wow. Or, or, you know, or Habib or however you want to call it. If, even if you even using that word Habib, that could be offensive right. to those people. No, I'm just saying, like, right. that could be offensive, right? But that's a term of the difference between them mostly. Right. So, like, at what point do we as people want to be taken seriously? If you a female, do you want to be treated like a bitch? Right. Well, I get your point. Or yeah. you, you know, as a as a culture, right? Do you want people to look at us this way because I see a light skinned right. Latino guy call me what's up N word, right. or I see somebody who lives on Paramount Street and he happened to be white, right? Because he lived in our hood. He exactly. feel like he could use the word. <laughs> like that assimilation. I don't judge him. Okay. Yeah. So I, he's a product of his environment. So Hannibal I like had, to judge him. So Hannibal had his uh his hand. Go ahead. Right, Hannibal. Mm -hmm. mm. Elevated speech. <laughs> I two seconds. Two seconds. Two seconds. Yes. Yes, I'm judging. I'm judging. Why am I judging? Because, you know, there were many battles mm -hmm. that were that were fought over this word, um, and not over the word, but over the 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 power within the word, over the meaning within the word, over the the degradation that came along with that word. So you can't tell me four hundred or a thousand years later that I'm going to take this word that meant so much in a negative manner and now i'm going to take this and i'm going to make it a term of endearment i don't care if you change it to ih whatever you want to change it on on the end it's the it's the same word the difference is is that now they don't have to call us the word because we're doing it for them and then not only are we doing it for them but we're perpetuating it and we're allowing it from other communities I find myself in the mall, on campuses, and be groups of young men, black, Cuban, Jewish. I walk into the mall through one day, and it's it's a black kid, a little Jewish kid, a little Hispanic kid. They walking, and they da 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 da. The hairs on the back of my neck are standing up because I want to reach out and touch somebody. That's just how I feel about the word, and I don't allow my y'all have never heard me use the word okay my boys don't call me the word i don't call them the word because we can go all the way back to college i'm the dude showing up at the cookout going hey we shouldn't be doing this and everybody like ah he ain't coming i can see but, that i can see that you, know, <laughs> you, you can't take it and flip it all you're doing is you're adopting it and fooling yourself and now they don't have to and it's a it's a it's it's systemic if we keep layering into this onto the system and if we keep fooling ourselves and saying that you know we're making it something different mm. we're not we're not and if you look at and you, and you ask the question do we get offended from other cultures 
or do we judge on the culture, other cultures? We used to. Yep. We used to. Now we don't. Right. Which makes it even more insulting. Because now it's not just coming from the one side, the white side. It's coming from all over. And we yeah. are the ones perpetuating that. Mm. So that word still digs at me. And, and, and here's an example to where people know it's wrong. Yeah. And I'm not going to go, I'm not even going to go to somebody old school that should know it's wrong. I'm going to pull an example. There was a young man. I'm in the park one, one Saturday morning. I'm in the park teaching a fitness class. And this fitness class was a group of black women. Okay. Now, immediately adjacent to us in the field, we were in the park this day in the field, is young, younger. Hispanic man, and he's and I mean, he's really right in our atmosphere, and so loudly with this. And one, I, this makes me uncomfortable. It makes me irritable. Okay, especially coming from the other side. And the, the look on the women's faces, I could tell they were they were uncomfortable. So I politely, nicely try to have a conversation with them like, hey, you know, can we, you know, let, let, let me have a conversation with you for a second to, to, to say to him, listen, you know, this is a very insulting word. Do you mind not? Because I know I can't stop him from saying it. And I'm not going to get into that physical thing because it's not worth me losing anything. Right. So we had a conversation. He walks away. So now he intentionally starts doing it more and louder. And then when I look and I go to walk towards him again, he starts running away. So it's not that they're ignorant of what it is. They know exactly what it is. So now I know what it means. And now you're allowing me to call you this. And I'm going to keep doing it. And not only am I going to do it, now my boy's going to do it and everybody else is going to do it. Because you now are saying it's a term of endearment. So we're going to keep on doing it. And y'all calling it, calling yourselves that. So no, I don't have to. You know, now we now we've got the wheel turning. What what you how do you feel about that? Um, you know, the uh velvet with this whole situation and um we're gonna go no. ahead and uh start wrapping it up. But I wanna get your opinion, you know, societal expectations, social media expectations the usage of the various terms of endearment and how it is possibly impacting, you know, the, the impact of it as a whole. And the friends are free. <laughs> oh, you still lost your volume. Oh my God. But you have to reset. I can't hear you at all. Oh. I don't know. Oh, you want to log out and come back in? Yeah, do that. Do that. We, 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 there you go. Because I want to get her opinion about Let's it. Let's go to Brenda. Yes. About how I feel about using the word. About all that we did. Okay. Well, talk names. You know how they say sticks and stones may break your bones? Mm -hmm. Okay. But names will never hurt me. Okay. We obviously know that that is not true. Mm -hmm. um, well, sticks and stones do hurt your bones, but names, what we say to people actually sometimes has longer effect than probably hitting someone. I mean, both are not right, 
but because it lingers in our psyche, I mean, it sits in our subconscious, our lizard brain, and then what ends up happening is we we act out according to what we've been told. I mean, I think about when a child is constantly called stupid, that they're not good enough, and so on and so forth. And if they don't get the help, they are seeking out validation that they didn't get, like with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that self-actualization. Mm. All of those things are back to the things that they're called. I mean, think about when we're, we're named after a grandmother or grandpa, that powerful name, mm. you know what I mean? And it's important. And this is something that I spoke about and I spoke to my son about. His father, you know, he's passed on, but he did not want to name my son after him because he said he was named after his father and his father left them. So what he did is he wanted to name him after his youngest brother, who he's very close to, and then give the middle name of my father. You know, so when we think about words, those are words and names, they, they give you power, you know, and, okay. and, and that's it. You know, I tried to be very careful and how I respond to certain things on Facebook because I'm not gonna lie when I first started on Facebook I was like what is it <laughs> you know? right. everybody and and then I'm realizing now that I have to be careful because I don't know something that I say can set someone off the edge so I'd rather say something that can keep them on the edge well something you can say to set them off the edge even if it's been 20 years We'll see that. Just, <laughs> you just never know. You just it's, never. It's, it's really, it's really. Yeah. And the thing is, the sadness is, you know, even with us being, at, you know, we're professional. We have a professional platform, mm -hmm. right? We have to be mindful of things, of words, because you know. Um, let me just do a mic check. Say something, Velvet. Test one, two, one, two. Uh, okay, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to check that before I um, finish the statement. <laughs> and, and, and what I was going with is the words and the terms and, you know, using things in those casual settings. Mm -hmm. As as Hannibal mentioned earlier, he could have easily been videoed yep. and that his, it, it could be taken out of context wholly out of context and based on the, the the gentleman with the book no he's with the raid las vegas raiders yeah that you know Any, using uh, terms and racial slurs right but he did those i'm not saying he didn't do them now but he right. did those like almost eight nine years ago right and they surfaced up but recently apparently right. there recently. was additional things said Right, but so it's like that's a whole nother subject. Right, that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going there. You know, you like to go down all these rabbit holes. Yeah, I'm not going to let you do it. Yeah, I'm not going to let you do it. I'm going to hold you back. Hold you back. Hold you. Hold you. Hold you. Good to hold your beard. Right. No, that's the screen story. I know. <laughs> so velvet, <laughs> Dr. Velvet. Yeah. Yes. 
So um, I would say for, you know, I understand respectability politics and black excellence and, you know, based on these things, we're not supposed to say this and it's okay to say that. But I think that if you study, you know, the history of the word, you will find that niggas was actually a king in Africa and highly respected, huge title. And who knows if it's that is the truth. We know that story is true, but we don't know if that is where the word came from. But it is um, said in some cultures that that's where it started as a term of excellence. And then it was turned around on us and used as this derogatory thing. But I say all that to say, I don't care nothing about respectability, politics, and 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 things of that nature. I think there's nothing like a well-placed, well-timed, you know, inward in there. And um, I think I said what I said, and you know what I mean. And also, I think that if if there is one word that could kind of set you off and make you adversarial to your fellow brother and sister just because of where they may have come from and them being so comfortable with this word. I think the enemy is winning. I think there are so many more uplifted things that we could say to each other that we could do for each other versus coming down on someone because of how they're dressed and the words that they're using. Like, we have to we have to get over those small things and really deal with the bigger picture of, of real life issues, in my opinion. Now, this is me in my closing thought. I totally agree, which is crazy because again, <laughs> I'm I'm very transparent when I say I am judgmental. Uh, at all, or not so. You know, I'm more like a hypocrite. Um, and 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 again, for me, I really care less. And I know it's probably bad, you know, that I care less. However, I cannot give all the things that energy. Right. Um, now, granted, if I know that that individual is just a simple, is 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 it is as simple as they are a product of their environment. I'm not gonna. That's 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 where I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm gonna greet. I'm gonna meet you there because I understand. I have you know what it is. However, if you are not, that is not a typical environmental conversation, and your 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 vocabulary does not extend beyond that. Now, I might not necessarily not per se deal with you, uh, you know, but I know how to deal with you. Right. You know what I mean? And and that's pretty much me across the board to whom it may concern. Right. I because I'm I am well versed. <laughs> Verbose. Okay. That thing gonna fire out. Like cause it sounds better sometimes when you say it with your chest. Okay. Ooh. And so it, it's probably gonna happen. Um Nah, I probably, but I don't generally use it out of anger. Like I don't use it from an anger perspective. Like I'm not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I probably like it's more like right instead of saying you dirty, or you know, 
I'll probably use the M word, MF. Mm -hmm. I'm MFing you all the time. Ain't this a MF, you know? So like those are the those are my hardcore words. Like that, that, that. I'm gonna drop that thing, boy. Boom. Good or bad, if it's it can be good. Woo! And you know what I'm saying? So it just all depends. But ultimately, terms of endearment, deciphering and discerning terms of endearment and the usage of it. You know, it is again. It goes back to what I originally said about this is my perspective, subjective. You know, everybody is going to receive and perceive how they move through their lives. And, you know, so I am at a point in my life where I'm not hell bent on you say this, you say that, you know, um, I'm secure in myself, I'm secure in my relationship. Uh, and so, I, but I will notice patterns. I can't, you know, I'm not, I'm not oblivious to what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing and so if it does make me feel a certain type of way uh, I'm going to talk about it you know I'm I'm pretty quick to before I you know I'm, let me deal with these feelings now you know don't take me take it away from me right. however I will be more inclined to engage in the conversation because I am in my feelings and I need to know am I in my feelings prematurely did I perceive something a certain way or let me just let you know how you was moving gave me the wrong impression if that's not what it is but if that's what it is let's talk about why the, you know what what were you thinking when you did that okay those type of things you know said that to that person like hold up now that's abnormal behavior right especially when it's abnormal behavior you know and you over there like wait a minute yeah i'm not i'm not here to control what an adult says mm -hmm. i don't have i don't have the time space energy for that uh however i do have the opportunity and i have i know in our relationship we have a we have created an environment where we can actually use our words in a in a positive way to have understanding and clarity, you know, even if it's to agree to disagree, we have we we have created that safe environment for ourselves so that we can engage in the good, bad, and ugly conversations. And so, with that being said, in terms of endearment, I can decipher and discern the difference. I know when I'm with my girls, he knows. How that guy, that, that conversation is probably about the guy. <laughs> okay. Period. Who? <laughs> so, okay. When he with his boys, same thing. Right, right. And I just, first of all, I'm about to exit stage left because only won't be no, I want no parts of it. Right. Generally. So there's that. Okay. Go ahead. Well, like you said, um, you, um, you know, what you're willing to tolerate, what you're not willing to tolerate, is the same thing with me. I understand that people is part of their vernacular, and I'm not going to just outwardly judge and be like, you shouldn't, you know what I mean? It was only like in a classroom setting where I'm like, this is not acceptable, but as far as, it, you know, you meet people from all life, and just because they might use the word doesn't mean that they're a bad person. You know, if I feel uncomfortable or if they're doing it too much, it's like, hey, you know, I'm kind of like feeling this way. And that 
I don't want to give it so much power because it gained so much traction in our history. And, and you know, we're fighting, we're fighting so many battles as it is. Um, so you got to pick and choose them. You got to pick and choose them. And right now, especially with everything that's going on in the world, we have to really kind of keep our vibrations up. And it's easier said than done. So I don't want to be like, okay, you know what? I'm feeling really great. But because you use that, I'm not going to talk to you. It's not that. Now, of course, you know, you know, Craig or stuff like that comes up and he's like, you know, you know then it's going to be like, okay, yeah, back right now, Rainbow Street comes on. So that's <laughs> it. You know, right. some things are just blatant. Right. Exactly. And you, and you, and you act accordingly. Exactly. Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it, Hannibal. I end this thing off. <laughs> I don't I don't think that we need to I agree on all points in terms of uh, expending energy, you know, making it a making it a battle zone. That doesn't need to be the case. And it, it doesn't we don't need to give it credence to the point to where it causes further division within our inner circles. But I do think we need to have the conversation in mass, you know, and create some awareness. We, there used to be a general sense of awareness. Um, and I remember having a conversation once with my uncles on the porch. They were using the word. This, was, this has been years ago. And I said to them, hey, aren't y'all the same dudes that fought not to be called this. And they kind of looked at each other and went, damn, he's right. And it, it, it tempered the tone of the conversation from that point. Um, I don't know where we go with it. I know how I feel about it in terms of usage um, and in terms of definition and, and Dr. Velvet, yes. I've, I've read the story as well. Um, again, we, you know, the history, which one came first, the chicken or the egg? That's the big question there. And then if that is the case, then it, it's a whole different conversation we need to have in terms of reorientation. Um, but again, I don't think it needs to be the battle zone. I think instead of empowering this word further, we need to look to other words and empower them, you know, and, and therefore push push ourselves along. We, we're stuck on this. We're going to be stuck on this as long as we're using the word. Uh, I'm ready. Yep. You ready? Let's get it, Buddha. <laughs> I'm ready. So, so how, do we, how do we move forward? Uh, all right. So this is yeah. two layers. I'm going to combine all this in one. All right? Let's get it, baby. Number one, for each woman out here who doesn't like for me to call another woman baby, sweetheart, or whatever, because they want to be individualized. Mm-hmm. What is the difference when we talk about this mm-hmm. or the N-word? Now you want to make a case for using these other words because if you're cool with it, mm-hmm. but then when I, when a person uses sweetheart, sugar, boo, 
bay to somebody outside of the person that you're exclusive with, you have that problem. I need you to keep that same energy when you're dealing with the words that outside of our inner circle, uh-huh. we have that problem with. So, as Brenda, Miss Star, mm-hmm. and some others say that words have a power, have this this power to them, right. regardless if we educated on the history of another land, right. we live here. And they use that word as a strike. We use that word as a term of endearment. If you want to be taken seriously in corporate America, Right. You know not to use that word. Right? Mm-hmm. So, in order to change the narrative and be respected on all phases of this great world, right, in our country, then what that means, we need to do. We need to hold ourselves accountable on the little thing. And as little as that may be, as big when others are looking at it. What others think, that matters. Because we're trying to get on a level where we feel like we're equal to everyone else. And that's very true. I got you. I got you. You know, and of course, I'm not going to extend it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But I'm trying very to good up. point. Very good. Very, very good point. But I just want to add to what you're mm-hmm. saying. Um, it's not to say that we should not change the narrative by far. None of that. Mm-hmm. However, as Velvet mentioned earlier, Brenda mentioned as well, we do have bigger fish to fry. And Unfortunately, the it has been Im- embedded into the generations mm-hmm. across all races of the term. Right. When right. we talk specifically about yeah, I'm guilty of using the word. Yeah, right. I'm guilty. And and, and despite how we, it's not that we the people of color are using it to 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 minimize who we are right it's again it's a cult it, it, it for us it's cultural right for others as you said it's right 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 and so if you are talking to me before i even open my mouth you've already because of your cultural history right you've right. already or predetermined cold, or cold switching from- no 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 before I <laughs> use my words, you've already predetermined yeah. what I am based off of the color of my skin. Right. So you've already prejudged me. You've already prematurely judged me. Right. And went under the assumption that I don't have adequate vocabulary. Right. And then when you speak to me, oh, it's a whole other, you know, right. now you got to treat me accordingly. Right. I don't so, know you need that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm versed in, 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 in crop and all of that. But nonetheless, right. when we're talking about terms of endearment, 
you know, this is just one of those subjects that, you know, we, we like to present to, to, to people, to our siblings, real talk, real life, real people. Because in, in reality, especially now with us having being in social media and so mm-hmm. forth, we hear these things, we see these things, it's all over. And not just social media, it is in our society right. as a whole, the use of terms of endearment and how it can be uh, perceived, mm-hmm. whether it's in your home, mm-hmm. uh, it's with your girls, it's right. with your boys, mm-hmm. you know, being greeted in public when you're amongst mm-hmm. men. Right. And you address them as men, right. or you address them as kings. Right. It goes into knowing your audience. But when you start using a, a, a term, and you start using it for you gonna tell her, you gonna right. tell him, you go, you know what I'm saying? It gets a little. It be it then can become perceived as being imbalanced. Mm-hmm. However. Everybody is entitled because, as you mentioned earlier, Velvet, hey, that is that was my baby at that time, and I right. mean that, right? That's great, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay, right? So then, next bay come around, you be calling, I you call all your men, bay, and I do. Just go ahead and tattoo the name, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and I do, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my like I said, I, I'm notorious for giving you a pet name. Like right. I'm notorious for giving you a name like Sweetie, mm-hmm. Ladybug, Sugar yeah. Plum, Sugar Bell. Yeah. Like Sugar Pudding. Right. <laughs> Part of it is because I'm a seasoned woman and you know mm-hmm. all the elders, they will call you baby. Baby, come out, sweetie, right. honey, come out. Yeah. Uh pudding. Right. Come out. Go 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 over there and fetch that for me, right quick. Okay. Get five puddings trying to go. You know what I'm saying? Which pudding? Because all the pudding's moving. Right. Because we know when Big Mama say pudding, somebody better be on deck. Okay. But it said with love. And it's all love. So you know, it it just all depends. You know, everything is situational and and so forth. But I really appreciate you all coming through tonight, sticking with us through the good, bad, and ugly of all the things. Uh, thank you so much, Brenda, for coming in. Thank you. Um, make sure you let us know about your blog once you get everything okay. up and running. And I'm working with someone with um with Nikki Bennett from the Bronze Kingdom. I'm doing like mental wealth and healing art. Oh, that's gonna be cool. Yeah, so I'm just in the initial stages. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Like, look at you. I'm glad you get because you know for a while. Let's just be real, everybody. Right. Our lovely, our lovely turtle has <laughs> come out of her shell, okay, and and, and so it's good, you know, yeah. and and I, and I appreciate her coming around, and especially you know because again, we like to have people on our show. People always say, "What's the benefit?" Okay, well, first of all, the benefit for her is she is her expertise is in mental health. Right. We need to know that person, right. be it for someone else. Or for ourselves personally, okay. Um, so it's always good, you know what I'm saying, to have people come on. So at least because when I hear something, I'm gonna refer the person that's most closest to me that I trust. And then if I trust them and I'm telling you to go and talk to them, they're probably more inclined to at least follow my lead or Buddha's lead, you know what I'm saying? 
They're going to call Velvet. They're going to call Hannibal for whatever the services are to be rendered, you know what I'm saying, whatever services are available and so forth, or just someone within their network. And that's what this is all about. That's what this platform is all about, making things happen, you know what I'm saying? I know that I don't know whatever my yeah, because this is just the beginning. You're going to be on stage with me one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You said mental health. All about the ladies. You doing your thing. Buddha's going to be doing his man. You know what I'm saying? Man thing. I didn't say little man thing. Y'all better watch out now because he's me and all the class. So I got you on deck. So we love you all. Hannibal, you know you my boy. I know you Buddha's boy, but you know you you know what I'm saying. I I I be like, come back, come, yeah. here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Mm-hmm. Oh, fight! No, oh, velvet, you stay. I'm glad you back. I like the blue. I can't wait oh to see God, what you got next I wish I could just do some blue. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I love you all. I love you all. I know we've been sipping in conversation with Buddha and Baby loves you all the most. And until next week, same time, same energy. Guess what? Next week is is episode 12 of 12. So that means Buddha and Baby is going to be on vacation for a couple weeks, y'all. So if y'all trying to get at us, you know what I'm saying? So you can be our next guest or you got a topic, make sure y'all pull up. Pull up on me. Until next week, we out. Sipping in conversation. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty.